Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Trish. How are you, Leticia? How's everything going? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Keisha should be on with us pretty soon. And uh, let me start over on the YouTube side, okay? I'll be standing by. Okie dokie. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. How was your trip? Uh, you right? So peaceful. <laughs> Where'd you go again? Nashville. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Just What's up, Keisha? Hey. How are you? I'm doing well. How's it you going? Ha- go ahead. I'm sorry. I-, I said I'm doing well. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. You had a good trip, um, Trish? I did. Thank you. Yes, it was very relaxing and much needed. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Man, I'm telling you, it's about 90 degrees here. <laughs> uh, it's a little warm here, too. It's uh, not quite that bad, though. It's We're only at like 80-something, 80 85, 86. Oh, yeah? We got up to 91 today. Ooh, oh, I don't even know what the high was. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I feel like it came out of nowhere, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. It was like, bam. Right. Crazy. All right. Let's go ahead and get this show started. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha, Trish, and myself, Letitia, will be doing a recap of The Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful for the week of May 29th through June 2nd. So if you are new here, first of all, hit the like button on the YouTube side. Also, we do the uh, Young and the Restless in the first half of the show, Bold and the Beautiful in the second half of the show. And then we have two segments, our Flip the Script segment, which if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change, that's where we flip the script. And then who's taking a seat this week? Somebody that just really get on your nerves. They need to just go somewhere and sit down. So mm-hmm. that's what we'll be talking about. So uh, I see about 25 of you all are here on the YouTube side. So make sure as you come in and hit that like button and let the uh, YouTube algorithm know to share the content. And if you guys want to share the content, you can as well. Hey, Jay Money. Hey, Brooklyn. Earl, Vita, Lisa. All right. What did y'all think about this week so far, though? Was it boring? Was it slow? Was it interesting? There were parts that were was kind of boring. Like, I, for some reason, this whole Christian, Cameron Christian, mm-hmm. there's something boring about that story. I know it just started. I... I I get it. We just haven't really gotten into it yet, but every time 
they had Sharon and Nick on the screen talking about this Cameron Christian guy. I'm like, can we get on to like the juicy part of the storyline? Because- exactly. Well, you know, I felt that way too. I thought it was kind of a yawner. And I will tell you, it kind of really irked me today because somebody needs to teach Sharon how to defend herself when someone puts their hand on her when she doesn't want their hand on her. And I mean, when are they going to um, have the woman have the oomph to do what she needs to do? Right. I'm, I was saying, I'm watching the whole time. I'm like, why don't you call out Nick's name? It's not like he has a weapon to you. Uh, use your knee, girl. Yeah, or or get away from him. He didn't have her cornered. Like, the door was right, mm-hmm. right through the door into the restaurant and yep. closed it. Like, come on. Yep. I was yep. so annoyed. Well, we go on pack it. So, yeah, to me, that was crazy. And I'm like, y'all locking every other door but the back door. The really? worst one. Yep. Exactly. Anyway. Okay. So let's go ahead. I'm going to give a summary and then we're going to break down the storyline. So for the Young and the Restless for the week of May 29th, Chance and Christine discuss damning evidence. Victor interrogates Nate and Phyllis searches for exonerating clues. Diane charges are dropped. Sharon receives another package and Faith returns home. Chance gives disturbing news. Adam helps Sally through a pregnancy scare. And Kyle finds Summer at the GCAC. And Ashley and Tucker make plans. Faith reveals she met Cameron. Nick is torn between Sally and, uh, between Sally and protecting Sharon. And then Nick intervenes as Cameron Kirsten terrorizes Sharon. And then, of course, Kyle is shocked when he discovers Phyllis with Summer and Daniel. Mm. All right. Where y'all want to start? You want to just finish the Christian Cameron storyline? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so we're, uh, I, I cannot, I hate it when Nick becomes the, mm-hmm. I have to save you type of person. Like Sharon is a grown woman. I get that there's a history of um, some type of mm-hmm. violence there with him, but you're not the only man in her life. Like, why are you, I feel like he constantly feels like he has to cha- save Sharon from anything bad happening. And he just overdoes it. They have for security, which he did. He hired security. So now we have to watch Nick for the next however many weeks crawl up Sharon's butt <laughs> to make sure she- Oh my goodness, that's crazy. You're so funny, girl. <laughs> Crawling up the shit. <laughs> but where's the lie? <laughs> I mean, it's all true. And my that's what I'm saying. He's always Captain Save him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I, I I didn't think it was a big deal this week, the whole thing with Sally, only because this was the first time it happened. Um, okay, he didn't return your phone call within two seconds of you calling him or whatever. However, if it becomes a pattern to where now you're neglecting me and I'm your girlfriend mm-hmm. and now when I call you, it's taking you, you know, however many hours to get back to me and I don't hear from you. I don't know what's going on. Then, yeah, that's that's going to be an issue. Let me ask you, ladies, something. Do you think she's playing two in the middle? She always noticed she got either Nick or Adam as a backup plan. She definitely is. There is no reason for her to call Adam. 
she could have called um Chloe. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't think there was a reason to call Adam? Yeah, I think there was a reason to call. I don't blame yeah, her. Yeah, that's the baby's father. And that and it was a pregnancy scare. As long as she called Nick first, which she did, and then she called Adam. Now, I will say, I think right after calling Adam, either she or when Adam got there, they should have called Chloe just to make sure that, you know, she was covered with a friend too and not, you know what I'm saying? That That's just me. What do I know? <laughs> you said, what do I know? <laughs> I'm going to call my best friend before I call the guy that I'm not dating anymore. I know he's the father of the baby. I'll call, later. I'll call you after the appointment and let you know what's going on, but I'm not going to call you to do things for me just because you're the father of the baby. Oh my God, that hurts. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if we're not together i'm not no i'm but not but it's not it's not based I'm on not gonna, relationship that's his kid yeah if she happened to lose that kid and he's the last one to know oh my god <laughs> i mean that's just me but i'm coming from a different place so i'm not saying that she can't let him know i'm just saying i would not i feel like it depends on adam and i in my opinion if you guys are in a relationship that's not going to be the first person I call. I'll call you after I call my best friend to take me to the doctor or whatever. I'll call you after that, but I'm not going to call you to, to give me rides or to sit with me or any of that. No, I'm not doing that. That's oh. just. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've never hey. been pregnant, so I have no clue what I would do. Yeah. You know, uh, like I say, I'm coming from a different space with that. <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everybody, you know, you, you, uh, obviously, you know, you feel the way that you do. Um, but I mean, I could see if it was just something else, but yeah, I mean, she's carrying his kids. So I think that if it's anything related to the child, whether they're not in a relationship or not, he should know about it. I mean, at least be there. Be you know, actually say, "Hey, something wrong with the baby. I don't know what's going on. I'm about to pass out. I can't get a hold of Nick. I need you here. Whatever." And he, they go to the hospital, and you can tell how worried he was when he snapped off at Chelsea, because he has a connection with his daughter that's you know he's about to have a baby girl with her so i don't know i i, I guess like i don't know i'm we, not saying she <laughs> could have kept it from him i'm just saying i'm i'm just saying for me i would have called my best friend to take me to the hospital if my boyfriend didn't answer i'll call adam when i get there or on my way and say if you want to meet me here this is what's going on you can meet me i'm not going to call you to take me to the hospital you're, you're uh, okay second person I call, I'm going to call somebody that I have an active relationship with and her and Adam are really only communicating right now because she's pregnant. They don't have they don't for real have a relationship or a friendship for that matter. I think they're starting to build it back now because of the pregnancy but before that she didn't want anything to do with Adam. Yeah. Hey, Bree. Yeah, congratulations. She said she had a, a graduation last week. She missed last week's show. Oh, congratulations. Did she she graduated or? She... No, she said a child graduation. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Okay. 
Yeah. Um. Let me see. I'm not in agreement for one. It's going to come out. Oh, Victoria. What? It's going to come out. Victoria messed with the DNA, and Adam will not be the baby father. Second, Nick is the love of Sharon's life. They have been since they were teenagers. <laughs> I haven't heard about the DNA swap. I haven't either. And Nick and Sharon. Oh gosh, that's you know. I just um, just kind of boring to me. I'm not looking. You looking forward to what? I'm not looking forward to that storyline if they do put Nick and Sharon back together. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's probably well, he's going to be in trouble. The spoilers are out. I guess he's going to be provoked and he's going to attack. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say that so just in case y'all want to step away or put it on mute or something. So apparently um, he's going to provoke Nicholas where Nicholas actually physically do something to him. And so then he's going to call Chance to to press battery charges, which, of course, he's going to be arrested. Nick is uh, always uh, getting in some type of fight with somebody. He's a hothead. That's because he's a simp. But anyway... Somebody always putting a battery in his back and then he goes and fire off and then end up in trouble. <laughs> so easily. So exactly. Easily. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. I would have okay, Lisa and Jacqueline. Oh yeah, they still talking about this DNA swap. I I have not heard anything about a DNA swap that Victoria did to to yes. make Nick not the father. This is the first I've heard of it, too. Yeah, I don't know about that. that. I mean, come on, man. Not again. If anything. What'd you say? I said, if anything, I would think Victor would do it. I don't think Victoria would. Like, yeah, she might not like Sally, but I don't think she'd go to those lengths. Yeah. I mean, for what? Yeah, for what? I mean, just to... (laughs) She got her own messiness going on. Mm Mm-hmm. With Mr. Mr. Nate. Um, but but uh, let's go back to what we was talking about. So we was talking about Christian. I mean, Christian Lord Cameron. You know, because the thing is, is that it's moving slowly. So I guess we. I mean, I did kind of drop this spoiler alert, but it's like, mm, am I going to be excited about this or not? And like you guys said, who that was both of you. That man touching her face? You just That's standing assault. there. That's assault. I mean, yeah, she's just standing there, and I'm like, scream, push him off, do something, run, call. I mean, Nick is in the other room, you know. I mean, she's standing there petrified as he have this whole conversation about how he, how we felt when we were together and all this sort of kind of stuff. It was like, sick. It was what? It was sick. I mean, I was like, uh, anybody gonna do something? I'm surprised, and it shows you the the evolution of the soaps. Remember they showed that scene from back in the day where he slapped the mess out of that girl? Mm-hmm. I don't think we would see that now. I mean, a lot of things have changed. You got the Me Too movement, and you know, we're in a different time period, but 
it was just even shocking to see that back from I think what was that 20 years ago yeah and the thing that that just <clears throat> me so bad about that is yes to everything you just said regarding all of that mm -hmm. and that's why she should have used her knee or something I mean could we could we evolve could we evolve just a little bit could we have taken self-defense after we had that happen in our life? I mean, I don't know. I was really, really, I guess. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was a weird scene because it's not, it's not realistic. I mean, not. somebody, right. It, I mean, mm -hmm. somebody did like what happened to Sharon 20 years ago with what Cameron did. Cause I mean, he tried to grape her. Yes, he did. And you're now being cornered is, is, that is a form of, of abuse and assault. And he touched her. And that just, that really set me off, y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so that's why I'm surprised that they let that play out the way that it did. Because she could have easily just slapped his hand out the way or something. Something. She, just, she was just standing there. You know, I yeah, that was a weird scene. It just did not make any sense to me. No. You know, and like there was so many things that they could have had her do, except for Nicholas. You know, he's running up in there, jump push, and he was able to come from the other room <clears throat> and then push him off. Which technically, all she had to do was push him off. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. That was weak. Yeah, and then these cryptic. I guess with all the scenes, because a lot of people didn't remember who he was, right? I guess, yeah. you know, and so they showed us a whole bunch of flashbacks and the falling out of the plane situation and, you know, all of this stuff. It was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I had forgotten all about that, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, 20 years ago is a long time ago. I mean, actually, it was early 2000s, so. And what kind of a sick person sits in jail for 20 years and that's all they think about is that, like, that's sick. Yeah, my question is how you get out in the first place. Do exactly. you have a, a psych evaluation or something? What'd you do to redeem? Yeah, how were you able to get out like that? That was weird to me. I don't, I don't know. Mm -mm. I don't know. Nope. But, you know, it's their manufactured storyline. Now, are, they, are the writers still on strike? I believe so. Oh, okay. So I guess Josh is just writing all this together by himself, huh? You know, I mean, it kind of sort of feels that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just stupid to me that he was able, you would think the girl is scared of her own shadow at this point. Nicholas is offering her to take her, give, take, uh, to take her home, give her a ride. And she's like, no, I'll be fine. I'm no, like, what? Mm -mm. He was like, uh, I'm, I'm not asking you. It's not an option. You know, you're going. Yeah. And then you didn't lock the back door. How do you lock the front doors? Because you're afraid. But then you like, he just walked right in. I'm like, is this the bold and the beautiful? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what show am I watching? Because they usually leave the doors open on the bowl of the beautiful. Mm. All righty. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jay Money, and the rest of you guys. Hit that like button on the YouTube side. Um, Keisha, I guess she had to step away. She said she'll be I'm back. back. Oh, there you are. 
So what did you think about? We was just talking about that whole setup of, you know, everything. Did you hear us? No. Oh, okay. I had to step out, stepped away from my uh, phone. Oh, okay. So um, the whole thing with him, the door being unlocked and her, um, you know, Nicholas offered her a ride home and she talked about, I'll be fine. She's scared of her own shadow right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, uh, Keish? Um, I, I just, I feel like if she's that, if they're that worried, then they definitely should have been more careful. Um, you probably <laughs> be in the restaurant by yourself at night. Mm-hmm. And if you are, like you said, make sure every single one of those doors is locked after the last customer leaves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, that that whole uh, scene, I think that's probably what irritated y'all the most, besides the fact of her not doing anything, but some of that just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, alright. Y'all got anything else on that whole Cameron thing? Oh, what about when he ran into Faith at the park? Uh, mm, no. <laughs> What's the matter, Trish? Faith. Who else did he? He ran into Sally. He ran into Diane. Yep. He just comes off as a creeper. He's he and what he said to Nick yeah. about his that's disgusting. And I am I'm I'm really just I'm I'm not a happy camper with this with this stuff. I almost said something else. Mm. He's definitely a a stark a stark type replacement. And it I was, think he's worse than Stark. Oh, well, yeah. For We're sure. both in the swamp. I mean, Stark was Stark, but he's more of a... Ooh, I can't say that. I'm trying to... Uh, uh, what's the word I want to use? A, yeah, well, the word you guys used earlier was a creeper, a, but you're absolutely right. He's a predator. Cat word. No, you can't, you can't say that word on YouTube. You can't say predator? I'm telling you, you keep saying... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. YouTube is ridiculous if you can't even say that word. Oh, y'all, there it's weird what you can and can't write on like if there's a news article, there's mm-hmm. just you you can't write anything there it's the it's so one sided what you can't write. Yeah, there's a lot of things. You have to say things like unalive mm-hmm. or you have to say um, if you're talking about child people, I mean child mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. critters, um, you have oh, to Oh, I say, wasn't necessarily saying it in that way. Like, No, no, we're just talking in general about YouTube words. Oh. Yeah, so, so it is a ton of words that they will hit you with and um you know be out of context yeah i mean we could just be doing a commentary on certain things and i'm telling you they really have cracked down in the past year or so across all social medias i don't know about facebook facebook look like a, a <laughs> it's a cesspool i yeah, said on cesspool. There, cesspool i said on there uh, to a friend of mine and we were joking around. We were talking about going, getting together for lunch on like a sidebar conversation under something that every all of our other friends were talking about. We were going to get together for lunch. And I said, I said, don't you threaten me with a good time and great conversation. They saw threaten and they t- they took my comment down. Yeah, because they're trying <laughs> oh, to keep down. Yeah, they're trying to keep down essay terms and 
um, physical harm terms and things like that. And, you know, and it's like, who going to, I mean, unless you are going to do a video or whatever about who does that? I get online and say, yes, I'm going to do this to you. And blah, 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 blah. It's like, are you serious? But I guess it's millions of channels and dialogue and, and blogs and stuff out there. So it happens. I know TikTok is a stickler for that. Mm, oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, my God. You you have to watch everything you say. Yes, you do. <laughs> so. Well, craziness I see posted on Twitter and Instagram and some of the videos on YouTube. So, like, yeah, but I, by I feel like thing, you don't know what strikes that they're getting. They're not. They'll keep the video up, but it'll strike the channel. Mm. Yep, we'll get warnings, community wow. guideline warnings, all that type of stuff. So, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I guess you can't go as unfiltered as you want to in some cases. Apparently not. Yeah, because I've even had no content creators that had to take the video down and redo it and carve out and edit words and stuff like that. Because, I mean, I have another YouTube channel that I've been running for like three years. And I've been hit with community guidelines for just the menial things. And mm-hmm. it's like, are you serious? Yep. Yeah, it sucks. But Great. anywho. All right, we got off track. Yeah, Ron <laughs> Julian. <laughs> oh, look, a chicken. <laughs> all right um yeah so he ran into a lot of people in town i will say it was kind of cute to see him with um with um diane because the two of them are married in real life so Mm. yeah i was like oh you know i was wondering how they were going to mix those two in the same um you know in the same uh scene or whatever and Unfortunately, it was about her water being left, her wine or drink being left unattended. But the two of them got, I mean, if you follow them on Instagram. Oh, she's married to, to the guy who plays Cameron? Yes. I totally did not catch that. Yeah, his name is um, Lyndon Ashby, and her name is Susan Walters Ashby. I didn't I realize think that, Ashby. Okay. Yeah. I think Jay Money was, he told us that last week because he said oh, he watched, that was out last week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He watches him on another show, I think. Okay. How far? Yeah. They've been together. I think they're going to hit 30 years in, what was that? They're about 24, maybe 25 years into the marriage. They got grandkids and everything wow. else. They got a bunch of pictures all over Instagram. Well, I follow y'all seriously she plays a fabulous horrific person and he plays a fantastic creep i bet they have so much fun in real life yeah i bet they really let me shut up (laughs) i just meant like in life listen they're married they've been married they gotta keep the fire going some kind of way yes you have to keep that fire going and i mean he's i think she's like 59 and he's like 60 they look really good such great shape because he took his shirt off in uh, Mm the gcac i'm like the dude still got you know he's ripped yeah yeah he's still kind of fit and i'm Uh looking at and you know she's ripped 
Right. She still got her little body and everything. And so I'm like, y'all, yeah, y'all good. <laughs> I know. What are y'all doing? Are y'all doing the same thing Rob Lowe's doing? Are y'all doing that Atkins thing or that keto thing? What are y'all doing? I need to know. Yeah. And right. they, you know, they do a lot of traveling and spending time with the grandkids and stuff. And yeah, so they look real cute together on all their little pictures and stuff on Instagram. I can't believe I didn't even recognize that that was him. Yep. That's him. So, anywho, I want you know what? Maybe they they should team the two of them up on Y and R because you know she's a villain, he's a villain now. Mm -hmm. Why not? Yeah. And then she was like, "Did you hear when she said you look familiar?" <laughs> now that makes me laugh. I wish I would have known they were married when, when I, was I heard that. I'm like, of course he looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I think we covered everything on the whole uh, Cameron thing, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Last, I guess we did kind of touch on Sally. Um, she got preeclampsia or mm -hmm. possibly had preeclampsia. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you have high blood pressure during pregnancy. Oh, that's why I said no salt. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, usually it happens anytime after 20 weeks of pregnancy. So, oh. and that's why she's feeling kind of dizzy and loopy because obviously her blood pressure shot up. Mm. I got to give credit to Chloe though, because she didn't talk crazy to Adam this episode. Yeah. It, no, she matured. I was like, who is that? Oh my gosh. It's a grown up <laughs> Chloe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody call her, you know how I call her cuckoo Chloe. Somebody call her clueless Chloe. I'm like, y'all change, y'all got all kind of names out here. Just but, keep uh, calling her. She doesn't care you, what you call her. Just keep calling. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I was I was shocked by that that she actually didn't give Adam any grief. He was like, uh, she told him you stepped up or something. I'm like, he he does take care of his kids. I mean. Yeah. He took. He has no issue taking care of Connor. You act like he's just some roving maniac on the street. Mm -hmm. You know, he just but so much. Who? Chloe. Just Chloe. Yeah. Much, yeah. And then she turned around. And she said, "I'm gonna leave, and you know, I'm gonna leave you and pass the baton and all this stuff kind of stuff." I'm like, "Uh, okay. Whatever you say, Chloe." Did she have some meeting to go to? <laughs> yeah, she did. Yep, she has some meeting to go to or whatever. And then Nicholas showed up and Adam was nice to him and he looked shocked too. And yeah, he, what only thing that irks me in that whole scene is when uh, Nicholas got in the bed with them shoes on. <laughs> I saw um, that too. Do I'm like, dude, do not put your shoes on the bed. It drives me <laughs> nuts when I see people on TV sitting in a bed with shoes on or on the couch and they got their shoes up on the couch uh -uh. It, it drives me insane <laughs> or even oh. like and this i don't know if this is common or not but like when i get home i usually take my outside clothes off yes put on like yep clothes that i don't wear like pajama pants or something before mm -hmm. i sit on bed exactly and, uh, of yeah. course on tv they don't do all that they you know they're on tv they don't care about that kind of stuff but it still drives me nuts mm -hmm. yeah i can't stand my son would do that he would come home from work 
come in my room and then lay in my bed. I'm like, dude, you 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 got your outside <laughs> clothes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and the bottom of your shoes. Mm, mm. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Keisha. When, if I'm, I've been outside all day, I'm stripping down to some pajamas or yep. something or some relaxed clothes and yeah. put the other clothes away that I wore outside. Uh, yep. yep. I don't blame you. The other thing is, at the shoes in the bed, it's like, I mean, serious, Nicholas, you got in there with, all, like you said, outside clothes on and you had your shoes on. Yeah, Mm-mm. and it was on the top of the comforter at a hotel. Exactly. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's a no-no for me. That's a no-go. Let somebody else do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Do you bring your own sheets to hotels, girl? I bring alcohol to spray it down. <laughs> I mean, any type of, because you got to check for bed bugs and stuff. The black light? Yeah, all of whatever. (laughs) I didn't gave out some mean, well, some some truthful Mm. reviews. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some honest reviews in some of these places, but yes, yeah. Uh, T.A. says shoes on the bed is gross. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so hopefully, I'm wondering with Nicholas being pushed over to, because he's still going to be touring this upcoming week. Well, he's going to be in trouble this week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, does that pull him out of Sally's orbit and put her and Adam back in the same space? I hope so. I still want Adam and Sally back together. Yeah, I don't mind if they get back together. I just don't want to see Nick and Sharon back together. Oh, me either. Me either. I've always been a Nick and Phyllis fan. I thought they made each other really hot. So here's what I just want to see anybody but Sharon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's interesting is I guess her and Chance are off the the table now, huh? Which this could have been a good storyline to actually... <clears throat> together because of you know chance being a detective and this whole mm-hmm. thing going on that could have brought him around sharing a lot more and maybe it still could i guess I don't know. maybe it would leave nick in the cold well, oh he won't be with nobody is that what you're saying maybe what if mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it'll be the, the 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 chance for them to try the elena nick thing out again oh i hope not no, no, I don't know. They're just both so low key. Oh, you think they'll be boring? Yeah, I think Nick needs someone exciting and fun, and I think Elena does too. And and I mean, I don't know. There's just something about when Nick and Phyllis were together. She made him wild, and he brought her down to earth until it fell apart. Of course, for the how many times? Well, yeah. listen. Remember. Uh, Nate gave some cryptic comment to Audra saying that's where you come in when it comes to Nick. You think Audra p- could put a little bit of fire if they put oh. her with Nicholas. That's true. Yeah, but look whose dad he is. Oh. Noah. Noah. Oh. And she did yeah. all that stuff and, you know, yeah, I hope not. I don't like that when they put the kids in the parent. That's just... Well, well, that's the wrong show. That's the bold and beautiful show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, I'm sure. Oh, well, my gosh. They do that well, type of stuff over there. No, wasn't Sharon married to Victor at one point? Yes, for very brief That time. is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, anything's possible. 
Well, I just got the shutters. <laughs> you you are funny. <laughs> Somebody said that they seemed like they were Kim testing Summer and Chance. Well, I don't know because I would think with this whole thing with Kyle finding her, maybe he wants a divorce. Mm-hmm. You think she'll go to Chance? I, they that might not be bad because you know Summer's got a little bit of cray. Yeah, but I don't know. She got this little young look to her. I don't know. You think so? You don't you think so? She like a a brat. That's what she looked like. <laughs> yeah, she is definitely um, being a brat right now. For sure. She loved to throw out her bottom lip and pout when she don't get away or something. Was she arguing with Daniel? Yeah. You know she's got the perfect pout, the perfect lip for a pout? Yeah, she, she does. does. I mean, it just goes out there. It's like, oh, wow, okay. Dang. Every time she pouts, Trish, I think of you. Oh. I, know, I know how much you can't stand it. Stand what? Trish always talks about that lip. Don't pout. Oh, you talking about talking about Summer's lip? Yeah, she. the last several uh, shows, she's mentioned something about Summer's pouty lip. Yeah. Oh yeah. She, yeah. I mean and that dri- know, that drives you insane, huh? Well, because <laughs> she's done this to herself. I mean, mm-hmm. y'all, it just it's driving me crazy. Oh, this whole situation with Phyllis and so I mean Diana oh, who did all the wrong, and now it's just a total cluster for everyone else. And I'm just yeah. so annoyed. Just yeah, well, annoyed. but I'm that still was a lot of that was a lot of crow to be eating this week, too. Oh, yes. First, it was Christine. Yep. Then it was Ashley and Tucker. Yep. And then it was Victor and Nikki. Yeah, yep. I mean, literally, Diana's just sauntered back into town like she didn't do anything wrong. You know, why is she not going up on charges for her fraudulent lifestyle? Uh, I don't know. She got a real estate license under a fake name. That can't be legal. Like, there has to be something. I mean, come on. Keisha, what did you just say? I want to say it was because she um, she uh, righted out Jeremy Stark. And I think maybe she Oh, got- she made a deal. That's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but she she Jack get away with the whole jewel heist thing. I mean. Well, yeah. that was on Victor and Nikki. You guys. That was- and Nikki says today, I can't believe we can't get her out of town. Like, it's your fault. Yeah, you had an opportunity. Yeah. But here's the thing. Victor was like, let her not be your concern. Pretty much saying, why don't you mind your own business? Yeah, just for yeah, he did. <laughs> And I honestly, I mean, Ashley and Nikki are saying the exact same thing, talking about she's going to throw her reign of terror over at Jabot when they get married. And I'm like, has she planned on trying to take over the company? I, I mean, the only thing that I've seen her want to do is go outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they got it in their head that she got some big plot coming. Y'all making this worse. Why don't y'all learn from Phyllis's stupid ideas? Stop messing with that girl and just let her fall on her own face. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, you would think that would be the common sense thing to do, but somehow emotions take over and people try to force stuff and it doesn't ever work out well. Uh, Trish, I think they usually say common sense is not that common anymore. It is not. It is buried with accountability and sensibility. 
Ashley's feet under. What'd you say, Keisha? Ashley is starting to be almost as bad as Phyllis. Now, I yep. don't think she would go to the lengths that Phyllis went to. No. Just the, just the constant, what's the next plan? Like, what am I going to do now to get rid of Diane? Like, that kind of stuff. And it's just like, and Tucker, you know, being rational in the situation was like, just let it go. Like, me and you can start our own company. You don't even have to worry about them anymore. Just Yeah, I mean, he did. He said, why don't you just let them go on with their life and be happy? Yes, he did. Yep. At this point, she's living rent-free in their heads. Yeah. yeah. And that's not good. Well, they're living rent-free in her head. No, I mean, uh, Ashley and Nikki are allowing Diane to live Oh, rent-free. the two ladies. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. And obviously, Phyllis was not only letting her rent her head, she evidently had possessed Phyllis's entire body because yeah. that was off the charts insanity. Listen, yeah. if I was Jack and, and Diane, I would have let them call the cops and make her look like a fool. Because, I mean, she saw, did you actually, like, like Tucker said, do you actually think Diane is going to just sashay in a public place like society after removing an ankle monitor just to come in there to have dinner? Something had to change. Right. And she like, no, she can't be here. We got to call the cops. Uh, you just didn't get the memo. <laughs> <That's Right>. so- <laughs> you're not high up on, on, you're not on the CC list, Ashley. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't get that memo. Sorry, uh-huh. sweetie. And then they still want to say that Diane pushed Phyllis to do all of this. And it's like, well, no, no she made a choice. No. Agron, What'd you say? Didn't she egg her on? Didn't her mere presence and reappearance in Jack's life push Phyllis into everything that happened? I mean, this is a woman who literally tortured Phyllis back in the day and was supposed to be dead, and then used Jack's daughter, and then continued to lie, and everything Phyllis said was going to happen, happened. And I'm not saying that Phyllis isn't responsible. I'm just saying that that kind of poking and poking and poking and poking and poking that Diane did, and every time she said stuff, it was always poking and poking. She knew she was stoking a fire. It was going to be a complete and total conflagration before this was done. She knew it. I so I do blame her partly for all of this. Uh, not you don't go to the lengths of framing somebody for murder and faking your own death, though. Yeah, and she took poison. I mean, no, I'm not saying what she did was right. I'm saying that what Diane did helped to lead to all of this. She that was that was if 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 it was a, a matter of Phyllis punching Diane in the face. I could say maybe yes. Diane provoked her because of all this stuff just built up and Phyllis just welled on her and, you know, made her face black and blue or something like that. But concocting a, a murk like a. Well, there was a, a lot of stuff before that, Keish. I mean, from bringing that reporter to town, pull finding and locate Jeremy Stark, quitting her job and selling the, the freaking hotel just to do stuff over at Jabot. I mean, it's a whole list. She gaslit her daughter for months. I mean, 
at what point is enough enough you know oh it was yeah. enough a long time ago but in her <laughs> mind she was trying to protect her family from this psychopath who tried to destroy her life who jack jack yeah. and kyle was the one that was keeping diane around i mean especially kyle you know, I guess the, the where the ball would have had to drop was Kyle because he's the catalyst in all of this. Because if he said, you know what, I don't want to have nothing to do with you. I need you to kick rocks and get the French toast out of town. What else could she do with that? But Kyle is like, no, mom, I want you to stay around. I forgive you. And then Jack will stand offish for a moment. And then he got drawn into that whole rabbit hole on his own. And then now... They're both supporting her. He now wants to marry her. In the meantime, Crazy. everybody else is losing their mind. I feel like after the whole thing with the, <clears throat> the three women fell apart where they were trying to take Diane down and they weren't successful. With the reporter? When Nikki walked away. Yeah. And Ashley kind of just, you know, for a while we didn't really hear or see anything from Ashley when it came to Diane. Just a little here and there, excuse me, argument at the house. That's <laughs> should have dropped it. Yeah, absolutely. She kept going. Exactly. No, she I agree. I agree. Yeah, she should have. She was already over the edge by that point. I mean, she literally lost her mind. She went crazy. She was, no, not crazy. Crazy can be fun. She was insane. Yeah. Hey, listen. So, Jay Money dropped, dropped this in the comment. He said, hey, y'all, I've been team Diane all this time, but I saw something today that made me finally um made me finally doing her and being concerned about her motives. Mm -hmm. The way she looked at her engagement ring when she was dancing at Jack looked like she had something nefarious plan. Yeah. And Jack asked her where she was and she said that she just want to get married ASAP. Mm -hmm. I, something that kind of was giving me a little bit of something too. What about you yep. guys? Yep, yep. Did you see it, Keish? I didn't. I just thought it was her just gazing at a ring. I didn't, I guess I didn't think anything of it. Okay. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of people in the comment after Jay money put that in there. There's actually saying how they kind of saw something there as well. I don't think they're done. I, I'm wondering if there's more to this. Cause somebody contact when I was talking to one of my other soap friends, they were asking me about if I knew anything about the fact that, something is supposed to come out with Allie and her being in cahoots or something. I haven't seen anything on that yet. No. But I, I I would think that there's probably more to her story now that she's been 100% redeemed and now she's married too, to Jack or will be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, hmm, Bree said that they need to send uh, Eileen Davidson over to B&B. She's annoying over here. <laughs> I like her and Tucker. I like watching them. I can't wait to see what happens. Let yeah. me ask you this. What do you guys think about the fact that she offered Tucker a job at Jabal? Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Diane works there. You know, he's not he done. still work there? So. Did she get her job back? Yeah, Marchetti. Uh oh, she did. Oh, she, is she running Phyllis's old old? She asked to do that, and Kyle. She, yeah. What'd you say, Keish? She did ask Kyle for uh, Phyllis's old position, and Kyle told her no. So does she work there anyway? I think she. 
I think she still works there. Okay. She has her old job, I thought. Oh, okay. I know they they both her and Phyllis both got fired at one point, but I I believe she they brought her back, and I can't remember why. I thought I could be wrong. No, hmm. you're right. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I my thing is, yeah, if she could have a job over there, I guess Tucker can too. The only thing is, is that I don't know. Tucker is the still the jury is out on what his. What is he planning to do? Is he actually truly into Ashley and don't want anything else? He did offer to start a separate company once again. She turned him down, but she's enjoying sticking it to Jack. I don't know. Because he could get right up in there and then do something crazy. You think he, what do you guys think? I think that he really is into Ashley because if he wasn't, I feel like he would have let him win. He said he was leaving town, and he only stayed because Ashley pretty much begged him to, right? Mm-hmm. And asked him to move in because he was on his way out. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was asking yeah, her yeah, that's true. So I, I, I think he, I think he does, I think he does want to be with Ashley for real. Um, I don't. That doesn't mean that he won't take advantage of the position he's in when it right. comes to the business side of it, though. Yeah. Okay, so Trent Perry said that Diane still works over at Marchetti with Kyle and Summer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But go ahead. I think that um, he is in love with Ashley, and I mm-hmm. think he wants everything. So you think he wants? He you think he's gonna go after Jabot? Um, I don't know if he'll go after Jabot, but I think that he like if he gets a chance to, or if it makes sense to. Or if Ashley gives him the way, paves the way and gets out of his way, I think he'll do whatever because he's Tucker. He's always going to be Tucker. I yeah. like that guy. I really like Trevor. I, I do too. I think he's fantastic. Trevor St. John. Yeah, they got the right guy to play yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> his timing, got, impeccable. Yeah, and then the thing is, he's a comedian, it seems. Mm. Yep. I would like to say, well, he probably would do a, a good comedy like a comedy movie or something. Yeah. But I do like the chemistry between Tucker and Ashley, though. I do, too. You know, if she just let this whole thing go with Jack, you know, just like Tucker is saying, why don't you just let them move on and be happy? Why don't they do them? Look like they decided to do them when they left that restaurant. Because <laughs> he was, and, and it was Ashley's idea. Because she was like, uh, why don't we go someplace else and do whatever she said in her little phrase? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Mama's guess, with me. Yeah, I guess you're about to get a sample of what Audra got. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Y'all got anything else on Diane and that whole thing? No, I don't remember. Okay, I know we saw some Nate this. Oh yeah, Victor grilled Nate on Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then turned around and gave the approval. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what, Nate? Don't get too comfortable. When when Victor approves you, it's about what piece on the chessboard you're going to become. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always pawn if you're not blood. So exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> Figured it would have maybe uh, maybe a little bit of a soft spot for him just because he, he's uh, Neil's nephew. Yeah, but then ten minutes later he was in the suite with Audra, and they up in there making plans about trying to figure out a way for him to get the COO position at Newman and give her the CEO position at Newman Media. I still don't buy that he's really, that's what he's really doing. I, I feel like he's playing Audrey. Yeah, I think you said that last week too, didn't you? Really? Yeah. You. What do you think, uh, Trish? You think? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just don't trust Nate at all. Okay. Gotcha. They got him acting real slimy now. Yeah, he's totally suspicious. Or should I say grimy? I said slimy, didn't I? <laughs> it's a cup of ick at this point for me. And I love Nate. Like, this is bothering me. I don't like this. I don't like the storyline either. But, you know, I guess you if, if somebody is a nice guy, it makes them boring. And, that's and you sucks. don't get enough airtime. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll still that's watch. You know me. I'm watching. So... I wonder, what do you guys, if they was to turn Elena dark, you think she would be more interesting? I, I wouldn't even I, know how to turn Elena dark. Yeah, I don't know that I could see her being a dark character. I mean, if you're an actress, you're an actress, and you should be able to pull it off. But I think I'm just so used to seeing Elena be the sweet, mm. happy-go-lucky type of character. Would be It would be odd to watch her do that. Like, it's odd to watch Nate do what he's doing. Right. Mm -hmm. It is. It's very odd to watch this whole complete and total character shift. Not character, soap character, character like character of person character. Right. Just 180 degrees. And, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've ever known anybody that's just done a complete and total about face that I didn't see coming. Right. I don't know if I... I I don't know. I'd have to think hard about that one. You I usually see kind of stuff coming. What? I'm sorry? They did it to Tommy. Different different show, but <laughs> I feel like they did. that's how they did Thomas's character. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I totally agree. All right. You know what? We got to tackle this other last storyline with Phyllis and <laughs> Daniel. And I, they, they treat Daniel like trash. <laughs> Uh, it's exasperating. Oh it is. You know, this man <laughs> wants to organize and do the right thing. And Summer is just like, she want to pretty much de-brother. Let me see if I can create a word. De-brother <laughs> She wants to dismiss him as her brother, your other child. I'm like, are you serious right now? You know what? I almost hope Summer gets arrested for helping her mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, there she, there are all two, all three of them. Well, two of them are accessories. Exactly. I mean, it's almost as if Phyllis, like, yeah, Phyllis said it. She, she said, "I'm making you guys accessories," but then it was just like, "But oh well, we're family. We have to protect each other and stick together." And it's like, do you not hear yourself? They're your kids. Yeah, you're literally making your kids criminals right now because they're keeping this secret from everybody. And she's feeding off of the fact that, but I came back because now I know that you mm. guys really love me. And I'm like, are you serious? It's so pathetic. <laughs> I mean, and then she said up there, I think she said something else again. What was it? Um, 
she told Daniel about, oh, you know, it was a nice service. I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was your God. funeral. That painting. I love it. I love it. I'm like, oh, my God. Do you even know what you're saying? I couldn't yeah, that she's a narcissist. Sick. Mm -hmm. It's just sick. You know, and then you drag it. Well, I got to say, I can't even say dragging because the fact that uh, Summer is a willing participant. At this point. At this point, she's a willing I participant. Go ahead, uh, yep. Keith. She's a participant, and now she's plotting with her mom. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, at the demise of her own marriage, because, and then she's so selfish, because I guess she couldn't wait for someone to answer the phone today. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, I told you not to call me around Kyle. And she was like, what does that matter? I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. They have really, really wrote Phyllis the character. I mean, how do you want to pull her out of this? I, that's why I'm so annoyed and exasperated because it's just, um, you know, she hated Diane so much for what she did. And then she did the same thing. And now she shows up and, um, you know, Jeremy's supposedly dead by her hand. And um, what are you going to do? You know, where are you going to go? There's nowhere to go. And Summer thinks that there's some miraculous something that's just going to make these charges just go away. Yeah, that's what I that's what I don't understand is what exactly do you guys think you can do to lessen the blow to what Phyllis did? I mean, other than I guess they're trying to find out a way to prove that what she did to Stark was in self-defense. But what about everything else that went along with it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the stuff prior to that. Yeah, well, I guess I guess she. They did say they were looking for the EMT um, to, I guess, maybe corroborate Phyllis's story, which really he wouldn't be because he didn't know about mm -hmm. that last part that happened with Stark. As far as he knew, Phyllis and Stark were working together. So I, my assumption is that she's going to try to maybe bribe that EMT to say Stark forced them into doing what they did. I yeah, know. I don't know. I mean, that dude is long gone. Stark paid him a ton of cash, and he got out of there. Right. And I mean, she was she was gloating about having all this time, and then Summer was like, "Uh, you cried on the um obituary. That's how they were able to find you." And by the way, I just want to let you know, there's a, a APB put out on you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I look at this whole situation and I'm like, what, what a cluster from the writing. Right. So, I mean, but it's just a team, but it's not a team, is it? But here's the thing, um, Trish, is that out of all of that, you would think she would be freaked out. Oh my God, what am I going to do? She's mad that Diana's downstairs having dinner. Well, and yeah. she well she's just happy like, and what has happened? She's just happy and free, I guess, and just celebrating. Why do you even care about that? She's insane. She's lost her mind. Yeah. And, you know, um, like her bringing up Diane and in the, the sense of, oh, well, once again, Diane gets away with it. And it's like, but she didn't do anything. Not this like time. that alone, if I were Summer, Mm-hmm. Piss me off enough to where I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. You figure out what you're gonna do with your life. 
I'm going to pretend like I didn't even know you were here. And when you pop up, um, I'm going to, I'm going to play dumb because you're ridiculous. You're still obsessing over Diane. And mm-hmm. while we're all sitting here, dang, dang, they're about to get in trouble over you. And you still haven't learned a lesson. Mm-mm. Like I'm going home to my husband. You figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, and if I was Daniel, I would have stayed clear of it. For a while, he was absolved of this because he wasn't in it. When he decided to take the rap for his sister by telling the police that Phyllis contacted him, I'm like, why did you do that? Because he was trying to protect Summer and her marriage. Yeah, but now Summer don't care about her own marriage, and she's mad at Daniel. She's ungrateful. Right. Mm -hmm. Girl, mm-mm. this whole and, thing is just messed up. And yep. to be honest, Daniel was fine legally up to the point where Phyllis, I guess, contacted. I, I can't remember how that happened, but I guess maybe she sent Daniel a text message and he didn't know. Well, remember, he this was like two, maybe three weeks ago. Um, Phyllis called him when he was at, in his own room at the GCAC and wasn't saying anything and he just started talking into the phone. Mom, is this you? If this is you, blah, 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 blah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That was the first call. I'm just, I'm saying that I think legally Daniel was fine up until the point where he went to the hotel room. Okay. Oh, he didn't have proof, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he didn't have proof. But then he already told the police that Phyllis contacted him. Even though he wasn't telling the truth, you know. What well, I'm but he's 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 letting them know, so it's not like he was hiding. Well, it. that's true because he did put it out there, right? Because yeah, at so this he's point, everything he's cooperating. Right, he, okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from. I, I see exactly where you're coming from because yeah. you're saying, yeah, he told them, but he didn't know where she was. Right, he didn't gotcha. know where she was. He wasn't keeping any secrets. He told them everything, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm knows where she is um, and he's been in contact with her if he doesn't say anything after he leaves that room now he's become an accessory yeah now he I mean my thing is what is Kyle gonna do because and and Daniel had a good point when um when he when uh summer said that you know she broke the news to Victor and Nikki and um <laughs> Daniel was like you mean to tell me you told everybody but your husband? Mm-hmm. But I think she only told them what Kyle already knew. She didn't tell them that she knew where Phyllis was. Mm, yeah, that's true. You got a point there. She well, because he knew she was alive, just didn't know where where she was. Yeah. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I, I, he I'm knows kidding. where that he knows where she is now. Right. <laughs> yep. And so I, what? He's he gonna keep that secret. Kyle is for sure gonna tell. Oh yeah, and I, he's gonna tell, and I hope he kicks Summer out of the house. <laughs> I wonder is he gonna force Phyllis to come downstairs with him? Mm. Well, I do know because the Canadian episode is out that she just Phyllis is gonna be begging him not to. Oh, please. But whether what the question is, what is he actually going to do? I can't imagine that Kyle would would keep that secret for her. I hope not, because I mean seriously, his wife has been doing too much 
disappearing and all this old craziness. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if I can find anything else. Um, please don't disappoint me. Oh, let's see. Mm, wow. Boy, there's a lot of content on this. Um, this is going to be a huge scene on Monday. The scene between Kyle and... Yeah. Kyle and, mm-hmm. I can't wait what Kyle says to her. Right. He has been unbearable these last several weeks. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out you've been lying to me for how long? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he lists off a whole bunch of charges. He lists off collusion, aiding, and abetting a felon. He could lose access to Harrison. He said he feel guilty just for being in the room with them right now. Wow. Yeah, he got to say something because he risked losing his kid. Right. And I mean, yeah. And then she talking about what is Harrison going to say? Mommy's in jail. Now she's trying to do a guilt trip. Well, it looked like, oh, Kyle, really? Oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to leave it right there. Oh, no. You got to text me. Oh, (laughs) Kyle, no. Really? Okay. Okay, three guesses. Let's play three guesses. Okay. All right, so I'm going to guess that Kyle goes ahead and gives her a pass to try to find evidence that might help clear her because it's Summer's mom and... That's what I think. That's my one. That's my one guess. What's yours, Keisha? I think Kyle's gonna tell. Well, he ain't gonna tell on Monday. Woo! Tell oh, really? It says Kyle sighs and says that there will be no cops involved for now. I'm shocked. Mm. I'm, I, you know, I'm pissed. Kyle was. He was like. I've been waiting for that. <laughs> Man. Okay. So now the the propulsion of that decision mm-hmm. with his dad after this all comes out because y'all know all of this is going to come out of course and he will have known and jack is going to blow a stack diane is going to guilt him to all eternity oh this is going to be bad this is going to guilt anything about kyle after what she did she's going to try you know she's a manipulator Look where she is now. Oh, my God. She's like a master manipulator. <laughs> Man, this sucks. Because the thing is, why would you even want to take that on for her? She tried mm. to Oh, God. She, you know, whatever. I guess. But you know what? They got if 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 uh, Michelle Stafford is going to be around, they got to figure out a way to write her out of this corner. Yep. Yeah. See, I mean, they, did a, they did a good job of cementing, didn't they? Yeah, so the only way that you can write her out of this corner is if everybody just silently just say, oh, just let it go. Hey, what if she's really Sheila? Remember when Sheila actually looked like Oh, God. oh Lord. I <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> you are so funny. We're, let's not replay that one, okay? We're not going to go there, Trish. <laughs> Um, yeah, so okay. Well, as I say, want, want, yep, that sucks. Um, 
All right, let me see. Did we cover everything? I'm just checking some things. Oh, Faith brought a cat home. Yeah. I know you enjoyed that, Keish. I did. <laughs> Ke and for those that don't know, Keisha is a cat lover. I am. I'm an animal lover in, in general. Like, if I lived out in the middle of nowhere with a big farm, I would have all kinds of animals. But because I'm not home enough, a cat is the only thing that, that I feel comfortable having because cats really could care less if you're at home as long as they have food. <laughs> yeah, they can take care of themselves. Yeah. But I love cats too, Keish, and we don't have one inside right now, but we live at the end of a block um, next to a park and uh -huh. people dump cats. And so um, they get them fixed and then they dump them at the end of the street for whatever reason. And so um, us and our neighbor have little doors in our garage and they come in in the cold or if there's a hurricane. Uh -huh. Um, but they don't want to come in full time because they're not, I mean, I guess they let us love them. So I can't say they're fully feral, but they're definitely outdoor cats, yeah. but we let them in when it's bad, but we love animals as well. I love that. I like cats, but I'm allergic to them. Oh no. Yeah. Unfortunately, me and my daughter is allergic to cats. My son, no problem, but me and her, oh no, it's a no go for us. That stinks. Yeah, I know. And sometimes I, you know, I wouldn't mind having a cat because of the fact that, you know, they, like Keisha said, they can take care of themselves. You yeah. just have to, if you know, feed them and empty the litter box. But like a dog, you, it could be 20 below, especially in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. You got to take that dog out. <laughs> yes, you do. Use a bathroom. You got to, you got to walk them. And you got to poop, the, scoop the poop. Scoop and the poop. I do that in the backyard every day. <laughs> home for too long by themselves. Well, yep. at least you can, Trish, you can let your dogs out the back and they can run, right? I am so fortunate. Yes, I have a nice backyard. Um, now, we you know, always have the gate locked because if he got out, he'd be in a park. There's no telling where he'd go. Oh, no. <laughs> but okay. uh, I, I do love where we are because even though we're in the middle of a huge city, it's very quiet because we are next to the park. So it's really nice. And I am lucky to have a nice backyard. Well, look like somebody dropped some very bad news into the uh -oh. section Is about it? the about the cat. Uh, Keish, I don't know if you want to hear this. What? Uh, they said they heard Cameron was going. Oh no, that's why she screams when she opens the door. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Don't even read it. I can't believe they would do that. Exactly. That see that uh -oh. angers me. This is this storyline's going to really tick me off. Uh oh. Trish, so I hear dark. the fire coming out of you. I that, is a, that is so dark. Exactly, that's too much for daytime. That's just too much. Look, ne never mind the humans that they, you know. Well, hopefully, I, they, I mean, I don't think they. If if that <laughs> is actually going to happen, I'm hoping that they don't show anything. But why well, would you do would that? But even the thought of it is just. I Oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> but you know what? It's kind of like what was that movie? Um, no, what was that? Um, where Michael Douglas, oh, the no. Boiling Bunny. Oh no, mm -mm. Fatal, Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. No, mm -hmm. insane. Yeah, why would you even want to bring that like that? I mean, if it'd be different if he took the cat and let it run away or something. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Mm -mm. That's crazy. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, she dropped that in there and she said the the char tea. She said I'm an animal lover, so I know she's not happy about that. She the one that dropped mm-hmm. the info on that one. Mm-mm. That sucks. Oh yeah, because that's probably why she was screaming. Yeah, yeah, I did see that clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that scream was crazy. Oh my goodness, that's terrible. All right, did we cover everything? I believe so. Yeah. It looked like, um, and I guess she is in college now. It looked like they got Faith looking older. Just yeah, a little I, bit. I wish they would have had um, <clears throat> Moses come back home with her, too. It would have been nice to see him. Yeah, where is Moses now? Did They didn't even say. Well, she said that they were, that she he knew about the cat. Because she, remember she came in the house and told Sharon, I'm bringing home a friend. And she actually thought it was a person. Yeah. And then she said, well, does Moses know about this new friend? And she was like, oh, yeah, Moses and I know exactly about it. And it was the cat. You know? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I missed that part. Yeah, but that's all they said about it. I don't know if he's coming home or is he, you know, with his mom in New York or what. So Maybe he'll be here in the, a little later in the summer. That's possible. They usually bring uh, the youngins out for the summer. Yeah, that's true. That is true. All right, y'all ready for bold? Let's do it. Yep. Okay, let's get bold on the screen. And let me go and get the summary. Okay, let me see. Oh, come on. Okay, so let's see. Bold and beautiful. All right. 529. All right, so for the bold and the beautiful for the week of May 29th through June 2nd, Hope orders Steffi to stop meddling in her marriage, and Taylor admits to Deacon that her pact with Brooke is in trouble. Brooke almost kisses, I mean, Brooke. Oh my God. Ridge almost kisses Taylor. <laughs> Hope barks at Steffi to stay out of her marriage and confesses to Brooke that she got feelings for Thomas. Taylor and Brooke trade insults. Eric pushes Ridge toward Brooke, which I, when I heard that part, Keisha, I know you was over there. <laughs> I know you didn't like that one. Wait, which um, part? When Eric was pushing Ridge toward Brooke. Oh, God. Brooke. Yes. Um, while Taylor wants Deacon to reunite with Brooke to stop the cycle. Um, and is that it? Uh, where's May 2nd? Oh, right here. May, I mean, June 1st. Uh, after prodding from Taylor, Deacon takes a shot at Brooke, and Katie predicts a bridge reunion in Rome. And Brooke is shocked by Taylor's actions and overhears Taylor with Ridge and calls her a backstabbing traitor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's only two storylines going on this week. Yeah. The first one is this one with Hope and Steffi. All right, so y'all want to start there since that was at the beginning of the week? Works for me. Sure. So this girl, actually, let me ask you this. Do you guys think that this mess that's now happening between Brooke and Taylor is attributed to Hope? No, I think maybe... 
it was a little bit of a catalyst for them to go down the path that they're going now. Mm-hmm. I think it was completely that. I think, I think on Taylor's side of things, she was already a little suspicious of whether or not Brooke was being um, true to their pact. And I think this just kind of took it. I don't, I don't want to say overboard, but I feel like she kind of used it as an excuse Mm-hmm. to go back on their path. Who, Taylor Brooke? Taylor. Oh, okay. So Taylor what? used knowing that Brooke and Ridge got a little too close. That's what I think too, Keisha. I think she used that. And I think that um, that little pinky power promise has imploded. Oh, it's over. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's over. I, like you said, I do believe that she was part of the problem because they were fine until this whole battle between the daughters started early this week. Mm-hmm. I have and, remember she has Logan blood. Exactly. Why was that necessary to say? Exactly. Oh, 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 that I can't believe it. That was so petty. Yeah, yeah, that was her saying that to her saying that just shows that you never really truly were all the way in it with this friendship. Neither yeah, but at the same time, Brooke turned around and told um her to go tell Steffi to take back everything she said. It's like your daughter just admitted to you mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. got feelings for Thomas, so she was right. Yeah, which that confused me because she she admitted that to Brooke last week, and then when Brooke asked her again this week, she said no. And then she turned around and said, "Well, I'm human, and he is kind of hot, and you know." And I'm like, they're like all over the place with this whole thing with Hope. Like I don't I don't understand what the here's my thing. They're not doing this any justice because. This is a soap opera, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you dragging this out? If you're going to try to go ahead and put Thomas and, and Hope together, just do it already. I mean, we didn't have two affairs already on The Young and the Restless in the past <laughs> three months. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have Devon and Abby and Nate and Victoria. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we speed it along? Either you're going to put them two together, they're going to do something, or you're just going to let her stay with Lamo Liam and put Thomas over there apologizing for the next 10 years. Right. I mean, the woman's literally living in a state of frustration and, and she's taking it out on her husband, if you know what I mean. And when he realizes that that's why things got so heavy, he's going to be real disappointed. Yeah. Well, go ahead. You can say something, Keish? Oh, no, I was Um. Yeah. Well, I was, I mean, obviously it seemed like he got the memo because when he confronted her earlier this week, or was that late last week, but when the confrontation happened, he didn't even kiss that girl going out the door. He knows something is off, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's when she ran over to Steffi's and told her to stay out of her marriage. Now, do you think that Steffi should have said something to Liam? No, I don't think that was it. I think if Steffi was really, really, truly concerned about the situation um, of what she saw at the office, 
then take it to Ridge and let Ridge know what's going on. If you have a concern about it, there's no need for you to go to Liam because that's not your business to go tell Liam. That's between him and his wife. And if Hope wants to go home and be truthful to him about it, then she can do that. Otherwise, it's a if you're concerned, then it's a business issue and it's also you being concerned for your brother. Liam well, don't have nothing to do with what with anything that you need to do to protect your brother. That's problem, her husband. The problem is is that Liam kept either showing up at the job and he showed up at the house talking trash about Thomas. That's how she blurted it out. Yeah, she I don't think you planned it. Yeah, she yeah. was he was over there visiting baby girl. And then when she went to bed, then he started talking crazy about Thomas is this and he needs to stay away from my wife. And she was like, enough. He's not the problem. Your wife yeah. is. Yeah, I, I I understand that part. Mm -hmm. I get that she was protecting her brother. However, when he started, like the moment he started, she should have cut him off and said, no, we're not doing this again. This is my brother. You go to your wife and you vent to her about what your concerns are because I don't want to hear it and I'm not going to sit here and listen to you bash my brother. But she sits there and she allows him to spew the things that he's spewing and vent and fuss and whine about Thomas instead of telling him to stop. Yeah. Um, Bree said did y'all see RJ's body? I actually thought Paris was going to walk in on the home. I thought the same thing. Not hope. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a missed opportunity. Right. Because that was kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Your sister walking in and you ain't got no shirt. <laughs> yeah, it was almost pointless to do that. Yeah, that was, that was stupid. But I mean, his biggest concern was about whether or not his mom is happy with this friendship with Taylor. As much as many times as he said, I want to stay out of the drama, consistently brings up mom, do you want to get back with dad? Do you think mom and dad are happy? Uh, like that's all RG talks about. That's all he talks he about. Out of the yeah. But then says he wants to stay out of the drama. You yeah. obviously don't because you have nothing else to talk about but your parents' love life. He's stirring the pot. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's crazy to me. Like, what do you want her to say? Yeah, that only makes it. Yeah, he keeps, like you say, he said, I don't want to be part of family drama, but then he's part of family drama. Uh -huh. It's like, come on, dude. You know, my thing is, why is he back? Right. To get them together. Say it again? To get them back together. Yeah, it's gotta be. Gotta prop it up somehow. Yep, yep. Got yeah. a stable foundation, so let's put something up against it to hold it up again. Yeah. Yeah, but going back to what you was, who's that Trish said that she's obviously struggling. Why are you gonna have to put this girl through all this torture? She's trying to prove that she's what? She's trying to stay faithful? What are they trying to do with this character? I'm not saying that she needs to go and cheat on Liam, but I'm just wondering why the struggle when this is a soap opera. Trying not to prove that she's like Brooke. That's, I think, huh. what it boils down to is she just doesn't want to be like her mother, but yet she's discovering that she has humans and she has a libido, and for some reason that libido libeds when it's around <laughs> <laughs> 
listen, and I can, I mean, if they could actually play the thoughts that's going through her mind, yeah, she's getting her back blown out by Thomas, and she knows it. Yeah. She, yeah. You know, and when she's sleeping with her husband, you're thinking about another man. She, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Multiple yeah. times. You know, and I mean, she's in denial. She keeps telling, I love my husband. I just want to let you know I love him. And Who are you like, trying to convince? Exactly. Herself. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So I don't know what they're going to do with this storyline. I don't see anything in the upcoming week. I just see this big old contention between Brooke and Taylor now. It's like, okay, so what's happening with Hope and Thomas? Y'all going to just shelf that for right now? What? Y'all can I, can I just say, can I just say the way that Ridge and Brooke are when they're together in the office and the way they look at each other is, is L-U-S-T. I don't know if you can say that or not. So I, <laughs> I know what you mean, though. <laughs> the way, the way that Taylor and Ridge look at each other is a longing relationship. And I don't know if that is exactly or not, mm-hmm. um, but it's there is definitely something there too. But uh, what what I don't understand <laughs> is Taylor sort of puts herself in the position of begging, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. I don't even. I nope. don't it like. Looks so that. It looks pathetic. pathetic. It's especially pathetic. after you just got left at the altar about just, seven months ago. Just, I mean, mm-hmm. I, like there are so, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't, I, I really don't like how they're writing the Taylor character. After actually seeing her with Deacon, I kind of want her with Deacon. You know what? I would actually really like to see that uh, come to fruition because then it would always be under Brooke and Ridge's skin because, well, they didn't want them, but oh my God, they're together kind of thing. Yeah. Could be hard. I mean, that would be the only option because uh, Bill is, you know, trying to come after Katie still. Right. You know, and I mean, if they're definitely going to put Ridge and Brooke back together in Rome, which is what, that's what it's looking like. Looks like it. Give Krista Allen, a.k.a. Taylor, a dude. And honestly, Deacon would be good, even though I don't know if he's still thinking about Sheila. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Go to the doctor first, and then it's okay. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so saying. I, I, thought, I, I thought a little bit differently than Trish when it came to the, the scenes with Ridge and Brooke and Ridge and Taylor. Because in the scene with Bridge and Brooke, Ridge was basically feeding all these compliments to Brooke, talking about how beautiful she is, how great she is, how wonderful she is. She's a, a great mother, blah, blah, blah. He misses her and all this stuff. And then when he is in the scene with Taylor, to me, it came off more of like a loving friendship. Like he loves Taylor, but he's not in love with Taylor the way he's in love with Brooke. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yo, I, I actually, I do, I. That's what I thought too. I guess I maybe didn't express it properly because I, I think um, I said I didn't know if it was S E X U A L, 
but there is mm-hmm. a longing relationship there. And what I meant, I guess I meant that, that deep seated friendship of care. It's very, it's very different than the looks that he gives Brooke. Yeah. And it, it just, I'm almost in like, it's secondhand embarrassment for the character because it's yes. like, he was just basically gushing over Brooke and Right. And the scene with the two of them, she's gushing over Ridge, and Ridge is just kind of looking at her like, "Oh, okay, right, oh, you're so sweet." Thank like, you for pumping me up again. Yeah, yeah. but and the thing is, he playing two in the middle, or yep. shall I say, they both keep sniffing around him because he almost kissed Taylor this week. He did, mm-hmm. you know. And then you're talking about how much you miss Brooke, and it's like, why y'all keep doing this? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing if you don't want to stay friends, but I guess because there's a shortage of men on this show besides Deacon and Bill. I mean, y'all keep going back to the dude that you, that you complaining about. Yep. And he's never really made you fully happy. You know, he got kids by both of them. Yep. I mean, that whole little sister wives uh-huh. little village that they got going on. I mean, both Steffi and and Hope share a brother in RJ. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all, they all intertwine with each other because they both keep coming for this guy. Yeah. You know, and Ridge is enjoying all of it. And then you got Eric in the background being a cheerleader for Brooke. And it's like, dude, you got two kids by two. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's why it drives me nuts because it's like, oh, when they were, oh, well, that that was talking. It was, it was, it was when, I can't remember if it was when Bridge and Eric were talking or Katie mm-hmm. and uh, Carter, it was Katie and Carter. Mm-hmm. Carter said something like, well, do you think Bridge is ready to, to make a commitment um, to Brooke? Like, do you think, do you think he's ready for this relationship? And it's like, it, if he's not ready after... 40 years of them being together on and off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point do you guys say, okay, maybe this isn't meant to be? Because if it was, then you guys wouldn't have broken up as many times as you have. Yep. Exactly. Like, how ridiculous does it sound that you guys are talking about two, I think they're damn near 60. <laughs> yep. Talking about, are they ready? Are they ready this time? Is it gonna? Is, is this a time where they're going to stay together? Man, I think they say Brooke and Ridge been married, what, 18 times or something like that? It's crazy. Something ridiculous. I mean, how many you going to break up and get back together? Y'all done cheated on each other 3,000 times. Taylor keep popping in and out of town. Yep. You know, they, they you know, of course, Hunter Tylo left and then they brought Krista Allen back and then, you know, she gets with Ridge last year over a pine cone. And all this sort of kind of stuff. Then the CPS call, and now we're back. They took a hiatus. They've been doing sneaky stuff behind each other's back. And then um, now we're back to square one after seven months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but what did you think about when she asked Ridge, meaning Taylor, has something happened between the two of you? And Ridge, like, uh, uh, uh. 
I'm sitting up there looking like, what you going to say? Dude? And the nation, oh, this is what I wanted. Because remember, we were trying to figure out, we had this conversation probably about a month or two ago, Keish. Mm-hmm. When we were trying to figure out that kiss under the mistletoe, was that after their pact? Well, they showed it this week when uh, Taylor asked Ridge, has anything happened since the pact began? And then they showed the, the mistletoe kiss. Mm-hmm. And then they show at the house in the blue nighty. Yep. You know, so yeah, that I'm, was both after the pact, right? Say it again. That was both after the pact, right? Yeah. Right, because originally we was trying to figure out whether that kiss on the mistletoe was before or after. Remember, we had I think we was talking about that in like maybe March or April. Oh. I know you probably don't remember, girl. I don't. <laughs> My memory is horrible. <laughs> What'd you say, Trish? I don't remember either. It doesn't work as well as it used to. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that pack, <clears throat> that pack goes all the way back, back then. And then he was thinking about it, like, oh uh, yeah, I did kiss her on, on uh, under the mistletoe, and then yeah, we I did have dinner at her house and almost kissed her in the blue nightgown. Mm. And he and she was like, you know what? Don't tell me anything. I got my answer. Yeah, he always looks guilty. She but just, I mean, they both Taylor. Go ahead. What you say? I was just gonna say they just they have Taylor just coming off is so desperate right now. Mm-hmm. I know. Like she was basically begging Deacon to, um, I guess you know, take a a stab at getting back with Brooke, and then just right. <laughs> Her ridge and her basically gushing all over him about how wonderful he is and how much she misses him and whatever else she's saying to him. She just looks really desperate right now. And yeah. so all Brooke has to do is walk in a room and Ridge is basically melting all over her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. You can tell that they're building up the chemistry between Brooke and Ridge over Brooke and Taylor. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Like who said that? Was that it was either you or or either you or you Keish or you Trish that um there's like this friendship. Who said that's like a, a, a romantic, yeah, some type of friendship between the two of them versus some type of connection. Uh yeah. well my words were kind of screwy, but Keisha nailed it. Yep. Yeah, it's but they making, like you said, they making Taylor look pathetic. I, I was just like, girl, let it go. Right. Why would you want to be with this man talking about, oh, it feels so good to be in your arms. And I remember when we were together, I'm like, are you serious right now? He left you at the altar. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, went straight to Brooke's house before he left off into his three-month hiatus. Man, please. Yeah, but then now these two talking about their pact is off. They throwing darts at each other. It's like, it was only a matter of time anyway. Yeah. I just feel like right now there's just no self-respect. Yeah. Nope. Both of them. It's like, why y'all keep going after this dude? Because here's the other thing. Besides the Taylor getting left at the altar, he left not hearing it from you that you were the one that was the CPS caller or not flies out to Aspen and then get engaged and sleep with Taylor. Right. And you want to go back to that. Bro. Right. 
That's why y'all swore the guy off in the first place. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so. her look pathetic when she started talking about Rowan, how she wanted to be there to support Thomas. Oh, that yeah. was, I mean, talk about parched. Oh, wait, wait a minute, say that again, Keish. When she was talking to Ridge about um, mm -hmm. Rome and how, you know, this was a great oh, opportunity yeah. for Thomas. And, you know, it would be nice if I could be there to support him. And I'm like, girl, just go to Rome on a commercial flight. Or you. I'm sure you probably have enough money to charter a private jet instead of standing there dropping hints like a child that you want something. Man, who was worse, her or Charlie? Because Charlie wanted to go right. too. <laughs> Girl, those hints were like lead balloons. They thudded when they hit the ground. Yeah, it was so embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Go ahead. What'd you say? Why do they hate her? Like, why do the writers hate her? I don't understand it. They hate that that whole side of the family. They exactly. Hate that's great. That's how Steffi used to look with Liam. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. That is so crazy to me. I mean, honestly, just, you know, you can clean Deacon up. He's got a business. He's making money. He's not this guy that's living in the in the closet with the mops anymore. He's hot. You know? Yeah, you know, why don't you explore that? She lives in prison right now. So unless she breaks out or something else happens, she's going to be there for a little while. Why don't you try this whole thing with Deacon and Taylor? Yeah. Ten toes Taylor. Yeah, at least she got ten toes instead of nine like she was. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But other than that, see, okay, ten so, toes. <laughs> so so here's the crazy thing. They go to Rome, Taylor and um Brooke get back together. She's gonna be down there in Rome too. You gonna look you gonna get your feelings hurt. Right, because you know she's gonna try to pull Ridge off to the side and get some alone time with him. Basically beg him to spend some time with her. And he's probably going to be thinking about Brooke the whole time. <laughs> yeah, because you see they gave us that whole kissing scene on the terrace yeah. again. I'm like, here we go again. We used to see that like three times an episode last year. <laughs> <laughs> I do think when he's with Taylor, he's with Taylor. But I think he's with Taylor because Taylor will let him be and not because that's where he wants to be. That's a good point. Yeah. Because he's a dog. D-A-W-G dog. Well, somebody else said it in um, in the comment section that Taylor's always second choice. Not at first. Yeah, she wasn't at first. She wasn't always second choice. Mm. I didn't. think that's what she... Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that didn't start until Taylor became a recurring cast member where she only showed up like maybe a couple times a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just sucks. And I mean, Krista Allen is such, I like the way she dressed sometimes. She's a pretty lady and she got this bubbly, quirky personality. Mm -hmm. I like her. Yeah, I like her too. And it's just that don't make the character pathetic. Right. I'm with you. You know, I mean, bringing... I don't know how many times we got to say bring in some more cast members. I mean, how can you be the number one daytime show in the world and not have enough budget to have some more cast members? I don't know, girl. I don't know. It, it, 
just a guy here. We don't need any more ladies, right? Yeah, I mean, just one, just one. Just one guy, you know, for Taylor. I mean, just like they brought in Finn for Steffi. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she got a whole doctor. They always getting their freak on. and Yeah, it wasn't like leftovers on, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh, this is what I want to ask you. Do you think that Hope is deflecting because she was throwing out that stuff? You're trying to undermine my marriage. You always try to do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, "Yeah, but there's no dude in the middle of this. I mean, her brother is in the middle of this, but it's not like they're fighting over Liam. Right. Yeah, I think she has. So, yeah, I think the argument, the stance that she took didn't make sense. However, I get her being pissed off at Steffi about what she did because you basically went to my husband and told him something that you really don't have any solid proof of. You told him that I have feelings for your brother based off of you seeing him and I holding each other's hand. I just think that girl needs to be honest. Especially, I mean, what is Liam going to say? All the stuff that he was doing for the last, since 2012, be like, look, dude, you should know where I'm coming from. Yeah. I've been here. You've been here. My mom has been here. Ridge has been here. Everybody on this show has been here. Guess what? It's my turn. I got feelings for Tommy. Now what? It's my turn. It's my turn. Uh, <laughs> didn't he say in a past episode several months ago, didn't he say something like, if anything ever happened with Thomas, it would their, their marriage would be over or something like that? Yeah, and she let him have it for that too. I thought. Didn't hope like let. Didn't she say something like, "Are you serious?" After what? You're right. After your history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember exactly how that went. I just remember something him saying something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm like, uh, just because I mean, you only lying to yourself. You know, you got feelings for Thomas. Come on, girl. So, um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I actually thought that um, Hope was going to tell Deacon what was on her mind because she like she was tempted. You know, when he was talking to her, I think that was that Wednesday or Thursday when she was over at at the restaurant and he was like, what's going on? What's wrong? What's, you know, and I'm like, Okay, I mean, I don't think he would judge you. Go ahead and tell your pops. But missed opportunity. Yeah, I. Mm. What? What? I don't think. She, I don't think. I don't think she will ever admit it to anybody else again. Okay. Because I think. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm guessing, like, if she says it out loud to other people. Hmm she's going to have to actually like come to terms with those feelings. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And I mean, who would she tell Paris? Like who would she tell? Yeah, that's going to be tough. Well, she's already told her mom once. Right. But yeah. But then, like, yeah, it, I can't imagine different. telling anyone else. And I will say, so when um, Brooke found out that uh, Steffi confronted her about, or that she confronted Steffi about what she said to Liam. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought Brooke was going to fly off the handle and, 
go charging after Steffi or Taylor, which she did go to Taylor, and, you mm-hmm. know, that you need to check your daughter. But I did not expect her to to go the path of, well, is there any truth to that? Like she kind of, she tried to call um, Hope out, not call her out, but. Yeah, kind of question her, like, her look, just, right. Yeah, instead of her just, you know, blindly saying, oh, I believe you. I, I don't think you have any feelings for him. Steffi was wrong, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, is there truth to that? Because, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a little weird lately. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This whole they dragging that whole thing out. I think that maybe they tried to test it because like I said, when they ran a poll, even though I know maybe a few of us over here would like to see maybe how that would go with Thomas and Hope. Mm-hmm. There's some polls out there that are like no go. So I don't know if they're like, yeah, maybe we should back off of this. And then now they're focusing on the breakup of this friendship now. Yeah. Mm. You know, which sucks because I honestly think that Thomas and Liam, I mean, Thomas and Liam, Lord, Thomas (laughs) and Hope would be hot together. Because they've never dated. What'd you say? What'd you say, Trish? Oh, I think it'd be explosive. It would be. I agree. What about you, uh, Keish? Um, I agree. I mean, we've come this far with it. They may as well just let it play out at this point. Well, maybe, um, who who knows? Maybe they'll shock us and it'll play out in Rome somewhere over a beautiful hotel room at night or something. I don't know. And you know what? Honestly, when it plays out, I want it all to be her and, and her pushing it and pushing it. And quite frankly, if there's an actual scene, I want her to be, um, what's the word I would use? I want her to be in charge. To be the initiator. No denying any of it to anyone. And he can be like, hey, man. she." <laughs> yeah, because from what I understand, I don't think Liam is going to be able to go to Rome. So that means that... The two of them will be up there by themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, outside of the rest of the crew, because I think it has something to do with their fashion line or whatever, right? Yeah. So, of course, it's Thomas and that's go to, I mean, man, Liam is going to blow his top when he finds out that they headed off to Rome yep. without him. for. <laughs> 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 what surprises me that Liam just like I want to I wonder what reason they're going to come up with as to why Liam doesn't go I mean because why wouldn't you go to Rome with your with your spouse well I mean he, he got Spencer but I guess he could work Spencer stuff remote yeah he's an executive there I, I can't imagine it unless there I, there's got to be like there's a huge business deal or meeting or something that he can't miss or something like that. Yeah. Um, Trish. Yes. Jay money says, it sounds like you want hope to kiss Thomas like that green, like the green dress kiss. Oh, <laughs> that would be so hot. Yeah. Oh man. You talking about that fantasy. That was somebody's fantasy. I think it was Thomas's fantasy back in November. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. That was hot. 
That's I'll the green it. dress kiss. Yes, yes green <laughs> dress kiss. Yep. All right. GDK. All right. What you say? GDK. Green GDK. <laughs> oh my God. You're so silly. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Bree says no, Liam is in Rome. There's video footage of the B and B filming. Oh, so I guess now that you mentioned it, I remember seeing that. Okay, uh, so yep. he is in Rome. Yep. Well, what that tell unless he maybe he catches them. Maybe they'll do something where he catches Hope or something. Like you know? Steffi had to catch him and Hope. Maybe he'll catch Hope and Thomas. I don't know. I'm disappointed because I think they could have really just go ahead and just nail into that. I mean, uh, but I don't I, know if that's the right word to use. But. <laughs> well, it was. <laughs> well, this makes me think that it is going to be all about just Brooke and Ridge. Brooke and Ridge. Yeah. They're going to make this whole spectacular reunion. Oh, and, then, oh, and then give it to the end of the year. In about six or seven, about six months, they'll be breaking up again over oh, something stupid. Mm -hmm. And hopefully Taylor has moved on with somebody else. Yeah, like Deacon. I mean, he's the only other available guy. He's yeah. fun. He is fun. He's funny, too. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's not a bad-looking dude. I mean, he got a nice body. Him and Taylor, you know, they, they already can talk to each other. They're pretty friendly with each other and stuff, you, yeah. know, you know. They know each other's downsides. Yeah. They try. Okay, so didn't they try to chem test him a while back when he came to her office yeah. for counseling? Yeah, oh, they, that's right. They did. Yeah. They did, and then they walked away. It's like, what are y'all doing? This is a soap. Come on. If y'all can throw Donna and, and Eric together, you can throw right? Roman Thomas and uh, yeah, I mean, and look how that whole hope and, and uh, Brooke, Brooke, that whole Donna and Eric thing came and went. We ain't seen no more of Donna. Quinn, please come back. Oh man, that would be great. Why not? You know, we hardly ever get to see Carter and Katie. They were kissing in the office, and I'm like. <sighs> Right. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And he's so beautiful, but I'm like, oh my God. There's, there's no chemistry there. I'm telling you, I've said that from the first day. Girl, I'm like, what the? I don't know. They got to do something over there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, bring up the spice and, you know, all this trying to play around with different things to see what's happening. All you're doing is teasing everybody and then you going back to Brook and Ridge. That's so old and tired. It's been 35 years, 36 years already. Oh so let's God. go. If they keep leaving the mayonnaise on the counter. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I said they keep leaving the mayonnaise on the counter. It's just yeah, so y'all keep going back to that. Do something else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bring in, a, okay, if you want to really shake it up for, uh, for Brook and Taylor, bring a whole nother woman in there. What they should have did which remember they were talking about this earlier this year that uh, Ridge was going to come back with a woman or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's what they should have did instead of that whole FBI. Let's get Sheila and Bill was faking and oh whatever. <laughs> we haven't seen Bill since. No. No. Nope. Yeah. Bill for a minute. 
Yep, it's been a while, you know. I mean, we saw him talk to Liam last week about, you know, keeping an eye on Thomas, but that was about it. Mm -hmm. I don't even think that was two minutes. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> two minutes. That was about it. Yeah. And they probably paid him $1,000 for those two minutes. Mm, maybe. Man, more. that's a good payday, right? Yeah. All right. Did we cover everything with bold? Because like I, I said, it was so only two, two. storylines. Yeah. 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 That's it. Okay. Well, we might as well move to our last two segments, which is our flip the script and who's taking seats. So for our flip the script, again, for those that are new here, if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change, this is where we flip the script. So what you guys got for the young and the restless? Um, my Y&R flip is a simple one. Mm -hmm. Daniel, after listening to Phyllis and Summer ramble on about family sticking together, protecting each other at all costs, and all that other nonsense that he just would have looked at them both and said, I'm leaving. I don't want anything to do with this. Leave me out of it. Mm -hmm. Walks out of the hotel room. Okay. Cool. What you got, um, Trish? I mean, I'm just going to say just the storyline, just the whole Phyllis storyline, y'all know, I've said it before, I'm just beyond annoyed by the whole situation. It's ludicrous. I would have had Phyllis let Diane take her own self down and tell Jack if that's who he wants, he can have her and go on. I would not have sold the Grand Phoenix. I had to go all the way back to her selling the Grand Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And I would change that whole storyline because it has done nothing but exhaust the situation. And I'm just over it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, my young and the restless flip is that whole thing with Sharon and that four-year-old at Crimson Lights. You better do something. Scream, push, kick, <laughs> knees, something. I mean, there's no way you should let that dude touch your face say all those things that he was saying. Yeah, I would have changed that whole script and and not sit around and let all that happen before Nicholas come charging up in there. Mm -hmm. So I would have changed that. That would have been my flip. Okay, what y'all got for bold? Um, my bold flip would have been Brooke and Taylor just agreeing to stay out of the middle of their kids' mess. So mm -hmm. When Hope told Taylor about what Steffi did, like, of course, listen to your daughter, you know, just sit there and listen. But then after that, tell her, you ha I'll let you, I'm going to let you handle this the way you want to handle it and not have her go running off to Taylor, basically telling Taylor she needs to check her daughter. Mm -hmm. I just want them to stay out of their kids' mess. And also on the flip side of that, when RJ and Hope were talking about um, Brooke and Ridge, it would have, I, I wish um, Hope would have said to RJ, you know what? I want mom to be happy too. However, we can't keep inserting ourselves in her love life, poking around, seeing what's going on, you know, constantly asking her if she's happy. She's a grown woman. She can figure it out. 
Let's just stay out of it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Everybody build your own drama. Yep. Exactly. All right. What you got, Trish? Um, For bold, uh, I think I would have changed the storyline of of Hope lying to Liam and saying she didn't have feelings for Thomas. Mm, Okay. I think Hope, I want Hope to admit it and I want her to not be sorry for it because, I mean, your emotions are not really something you can control. She hasn't acted on it. Um, She's having feelings that she's trying to work through. She hasn't done anything wrong. And she's not going to do anything wrong. Well, I mean, at this point, she's not thinking she's going to do anything wrong. But I wish she would have just said, yeah, there's there's something going on. This is a person that's changed himself. And I appreciate what he's done. And there was a little feeling there. And I'm trying to figure out what it was. And I'm being honest with you. And, you know, if he's a real if he's a real husband, if he's a real partner, if he's a real man, he can handle the conversation and they'll get through it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking that something similar you know just be honest with him i mean especially knowing his history he's not squeaky clean bingo i mean he got a whole list you can you gotta include ivy and Mm -hmm. some of the other folks sally spectra and everybody else that you would feeling and running behind you know so you should understand i would think you Mm -hmm. know and listen this i'm not promoting cheating or anything we're just talking about in the whole compounds of the whole soap opera. So I just want to put that out there. But, um, I mean, Liam is the last person to throw some judgment. Mm-hmm. So um, my bold flip, honestly, I kind of would have went a little bit different with Ridge. I would have had Ridge pull both of those ladies in here and say, look, y'all got this pack going. But both of y'all keep coming up around me. Y'all need to figure this out. I'm going to take a step back now this time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I don't need to be in the middle of this. But, of course, he's enjoying the attention. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, you know, with with uh, Taylor sniffing around and being pathetic and Brooke is doing <laughs> what she's doing, it's just like, both of them, I might as well throw both of them as being pathetic because he ran off on both of y'all mm-hmm. yeah. at one time or the other last year. So, and y'all want to come crawling back to this dude. It just, it's ridiculous. All right. There's some in the chat. Um, uh, let me see. Oh, wait a minute. There's a bunch of them in the chat. Uh, it starts out with Bree. Bree said, instead of Kyle coming to Phyllis's door, what if it was Victor? He Ooh. makes a deal with Phyllis after Summer pleads to him, and then Phyllis will put herself in the worst heck of Victor's debt. Yeah, because he like to use that as an opportunity. Yeah. Um, Delmonica said, Flip was Sharon should have knocked the mess out of Cameron for approaching her. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep, preach. Um, T.A. says, Cameron, send Cameron back to the Tales from the Crypt. (laughs) (laughs) Bree says, Nate goes behind Audra back and tells Victoria to plan to oust Nikki and Nick. And Nate gets in. Huh? I said, that's what I'm waiting for to happen. 
Yeah, it would be nice. It'd be interesting. Um, yeah, Jay Money said, I can't still get over how Cameron talking about missing the things Sharon used to do with her mouth. That, he did say that. That was not Oh, my God. Mm. This is creeping me out so bad. I can't believe they actually did that one. Yeah. I was shocked by that. Man. Oof, okay. Um, bold flip from T.A. Taylor and Brooke never making the pact in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, Delmonica said Brooke and Taylor stick to the pack and stay out of grown kids' business. Somebody said that. That was Keisha or Trish. <laughs> I, I said that. That was you. Okay. Bree also said uh, instead of going to Brooke, I mean, instead of Brooke going to Taylor when Hope told her about her feelings for Thomas, Brooke goes to Finn and about Steffi always interfering and planting seeds of doubt about his wife. Mm, boy, that would have been a twist, but I don't think Finn would have did anything because he, yeah. I think um, Finn didn't know that she did it. Didn't she tell, tell I think. Finn? I think she did tell Finn. Yeah. Um, Jay Money said his bold flip is uh is script would been would have been when Taylor was trying to get Deacon to go after Brooke. He replies, Now why would I wanna do that when it's your back? I wanna blow out. Let's go to my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Money, you are a nut. You are so funny. Well, I mean, seriously, why not? I mean, his apartment is what downstairs somewhere. Honestly, I thought he um, was just going to flat out tell Brooke what Taylor was trying to do. I didn't think that he was going to actually try to um, cover. Yeah, or even I didn't think that he was even going to attempt to see if Brooke wanted to rekindle their relationship. Right. <laughs> I thought he was just going to straight up say, "Look, just so you know, your girl." Just trying to get us together. Right. Yeah, but was he truly interested, though? Because it seemed like he put it on thick. And then when she was like, oh, what? Who put you up to this? Then he just said, forget about it and walked away and then just told on Taylor. I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, I don't know either. Because he was so, he seemed so into Sheila. Right. So long and was not interested in Brooke. Right. So it was kind of like this just. It just didn't feel. I w I'm not saying that he wasn't like genuine with her. Like I, of course, you know, obviously Deacon cares about Brooke, mm -hmm. but almost like, well, let me just try to see what happens. It what it it didn't really feel like he really wanted to, right? Because you know Deacon would have taken his chance if he really wanted to take his chance as soon as he heard that Brooke and Bridge weren't together anymore. Like up till now, he's he hadn't even attempted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like Jay Money said, they had a whole thing, a spoiler come out this week saying that Deacon was going to test the theory. It's like what, what the theory to see if he that Brooke was going to actually bite? I don't know. That was, mm. yeah. It it just didn't. It was kind of off to me because, like you just said, he was really into Sheila. So mm -hmm. much so that Sheila made a collect call from prison, what, last week? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She made a collect call from prison last week. You know, and it's like, obviously, there's something still there. Yeah. So, 
All right, so who's taking some seats this week? Who y'all got for Young and Restless? Um, mine are obviously Phyllis and Summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was, I think that's it. Phyllis. Okay. Actually. Yeah, I, I didn't really have anything for anybody else. Okay. What you got, Trish? For Y&R, um, you know, the usuals, and then you can add Cameron, but his seat needs to be an electric chair. Dang. That's a good one. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say turn it on. (laughs) Oh my God. You're so funny. I got to put Nate and Audra in the seat because I just don't. For right now, I'm going to just put them on ice to figure that whole thing Mm -hmm. out. Yep. I mean, you just had a conversation with Victor. He gave the seal of approval. Victoria's smiling. And then you go and right from over there to talk to Audra about plotting crazy. So I'm going to put them two in the corner on ice to see who going to rat on each other first. Um, And then what you got for Bold? Um, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Being thirsty and desperate. Mm-hmm. Brooke can take a seat for telling Taylor that she needs to basically check her daughter like as if her daughter isn't a 30-something-year-old woman. Right. And RJ can take a seat because I'm tired of hearing him ask about his mother's love life. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He talks about his mother's love life. Well, okay, what you got, uh, Trish? Every single cast member on set this week. Oh, dang. You just can't stand everybody. It was like, I mean, really? Yeah, there was a lot of annoyances this week. Yeah, I agree with you. What'd you say? Oh, (laughs) sorry, I couldn't answer your question because the sneeze was right there. You know how that goes. Um, Was it just me, or was there really, really annoyances this week? Because I just felt like there were annoyances. I just, I was just sick of them dragging out this whole thing. You know, it's, and then the fact that we see these two women, uh, y'all had this whole kumbaya moment and mm-hmm. saying we choose ourselves, and then y'all right back at it, sniffing around, begging Ridge to be in his arms, and it's like so not worth it, right? Whatever, right? Um. Okay, so then for me to bold, I'm going to put Charlie in the seat. Yes. I'm trying to get a free trip to Rome. I know, post thing. He <laughs> wants to go. Um, I do want to also put hope in the seat because you're creating chaos because you want being honest about your feelings. Yep. And then I got to get Erica seat. I mean, seriously, oh. you, you're trying to push your son to be with the woman that you got two kids by. Come on, man. Just, Eric is probably, as you would say, uh, um, about being a simp. Yeah. <laughs> Erica's probably the biggest <laughs> of them all on both shows. Man. Well, I got Nick as a simp. I'm sorry. He got to take it for the young and the rest. That dude is always running up into stuff over stupid things. Now, granted, he's protecting Sharon right now, but it's like you always inserting yourself and in stuff. Being Captain Sable. 
He is, but Eric is the biggest one. I'm you sorry. Think so? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because Brooke can literally do anything. Yeah, and, that's true. And he's mad at her for two seconds, and then it literally two seconds, and then it's like, but oh, I know how I know you're passionate, or you know whatever other. You have so much passion. You couldn't help yourself. Whatever other excuse that he can think of. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Doesn't matter how many times that she betrays his own son or <laughs> anything else that she's done when she's, you know, slept with Deacon. I think he was mad at her for maybe a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then everybody was fine with it. it. Like, literally anything. And he just, you know, waves it off. Oh, it's Brooke. Brooke can do no wrong. I can't. I can't be mad at you for too long. It's just. It's frustrating. It drives me nuts. So you wouldn't think? Do you think Jack is a simp? Jack? Mm-hmm. No. I, he hasn't been on screen long enough for me to really. No, no. I'm talking about Jack Abbott. Oh. Um. Yeah. I, I think you could probably put Jack in that category when it comes to Diane right now. Okay. Would you call Taylor pick Misha? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That woman is a, she is, she's ridiculous. I mean, sometimes that whole simp and pick me term, what it, cause a lot of times people just use it when you tend to want to give attention to, the opposite sex or whatever, but um, what it actually means is that when you do it to the point of no standards and no self-respect, yep, yeah, that's what those terms actually refer. Because you see people calling people names just because they happen to like, you know, hanging around or you know doing things for somebody. But it's usually when you have no boundaries and no self-respect and no standards. And Taylor is the epitome of that. She's yeah. right there, man. She's living in it right now. Thick. I mean, she's begging Ridge to pick her after everything that's happened. Yeah. That is the perfect way to describe her. Yep. Yep. She is absolutely a pick a pick me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cause that I mean, at what point do you say, I'm not finna fool with you? You left me at the altar with looking crazy, bought a dress and everything. Yeah, and that's not the only thing you've done wrong to me. Yep. Yeah, I yep. mean, we can, can kind of say the same thing about Brooke. The only difference with her is, I feel I don't feel like she comes off as desperate as Taylor does when mm-hmm. she's Ridge. Like she's not the one throwing all these compliments at Ridge like Taylor does. It's the opposite where she's getting the compliments, but she's mm-hmm. still. And when it comes down to it, she still begs for Rich to be with her. Yeah. 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 So has a better shot. (laughs) What'd you say? I said she just has a better shot. Wait a minute. Jay Money says Zenday is in that top ten simps list for sure. Zenday. Zenday. How did you arrive at that? What'd you say? Carter would be in there over Zenday. Yeah, Carter is just oh my god. <laughs> Carter's not Carter's like somebody picked me. 
I mean, that dude, they keep loving this man and dumping him. And it's like, God, dog. I mean, he can't catch a break. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I don't think... I, would you say there's any people under that, uh, any women on the young and the restless side that would fall under that whole term of the pick-me? Um, let's see here. I don't think so. It ain't Ashley, Sharon, Sally is, is she, she in the catbird seat right now. <laughs> um, Lily? Nope. Brian, no, Mariah's married. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, I, don't, I can't think of anybody that's doing what Taylor's doing. No. I mean, Diane is just being wiped up because Jack really wants her. I would say before she, you know, finally broke Jack in, she was a she was a pick me for sure. You think so? Diane. She- yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, okay. For sure when it came to Jack. I don't I, you know, that's funny. I didn't see her as a pick me. I saw her as a I'll make you pick me. Oh <laughs> 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 I've never heard that's an interesting term, Trish. Yeah. <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. Wait a minute. Do we got some seats in here? Oh gosh. Okay, let's see. Um scroll, scroll, scroll. Ooh, lots of them. Okay, so Bree says Victoria and Phyllis. Sally Lewis says Diane. Dewan said Phyllis and Summer. Jay Money said Taylor. Sally says Sally Lewis said B and B Eric. T A say Phyllis and Summer. Jay Money says what man in his early to mid twenty talk about his mama love life as much as R J. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bree says on bold Brooke and Taylor give them both separate plane tickets to find men on the opposite side of the hemisphere for once. Right. <laughs> um, T.A. says Bold, Brooke Taylor, and Ridge. Um, the way they're dragging this out, Delmonica was like, the, the whole drag needs to take a seat. Because they are dragging <laughs> this out. Um, Helena says Both take a seat and Ridge take a time out. <clears throat> Ron's Julian says Brooke and Hope need to take a seat on the couch. Taylor take a seat. Also, you're you're lucky that you're not in prison for shooting Bill. Um, let's see. Brad Bell. Ron Julian said Brad Bell need to take a seat. Oh, Bree said we should rank the top ten simps of all time on daytime television. It's so many honorable mentions. Ooh, I'd have to sit down and think. Yeah, about I gotta think about that. Oh my god! Yeah, I gotta think about that. I would got. I would say patty cakes is a pick me. <clears throat> patty? Yes. <clears throat> that girl was drooling over Jack. <laughs> Crazy. Um. Let's see. Zenday's in there. Oh, Stephanie needs to take a seat. Ron Julian says because Sheila should have pressed charges against you for shooting her. He going back to 2017. Um, Jay Money says, uh, no, I got Zende in there because he was still going after Paris after how she treated him and chose Carter over him. 
Taylor's a pick me. I would say Eric is on the simp list before Carter because he actually asked that man to make love to his wife when he couldn't perform. Ooh wee. And forgave him when they continued the affair. Uh Bree says that hope is a pick me. Hmm. What do you think? It so it comes and goes, I think, with her. Mm. You think so? I do. Mm-hmm. Well, Steffi definitely is. Well, she was. Who, Steffi? She was before Finn. Before Finn, yeah. yeah. I think Finn is low-key a simp. Oh, oh yeah. What? I said, you're going to leave my Finn alone. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good-looking one, but... <laughs> he just, I mean... I don't know. He just do everything that that uh, Steffi tell him to do, like because she he be, he'll try to tell her maybe we shouldn't do that. She's like, I'm gonna do it anyway. Now what? Patience <laughs> 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 to worry about. He he don't he don't care about the drama. He just like whatever Steffi. No, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that would be interesting. I can't think of anybody. Like I said, on the, uh, I do think Liam is a sound. And so is to me, and I'm sorry, Keisha, but so is Finn and Eric. Boo. Well, um, I agree with you on Eric. And Carter. Now, Bo on Young and the Wrestlers, I think it's just, you got Nicholas over there. And I mean, honestly, Adam has been kind of simping over Sally. And it's like, oh. yep. I was going to say that. <clears throat> Like Adam, I mean, oh, that girl is just giving you, uh, just spinning you around, and you keep coming over there. Yeah. Um, Jack is a simp, most definitely. I can't think of anything else in the end. Yeah. So, anywho, that's all we got. Y'all got anything else? Nothing that I can think of. No, no, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, Jay Money says if yeah, if Finn wasn't such a simp, he and Freddie would have never got shot. Who's Freddie? 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 Maybe it was a typo. Oh, Steffi. It was a typo. Yeah, he come running up in there. Well, we ain't going to go down that rabbit hole. I know me and Keisha was discussing that over a year ago. Oh, that's not him being a simp, though. That was him protecting his wife. That's di- that's t- <laughs> that's totally different from being a simp. Oh my god! My thing is, he should have tracked her GPS. I guess he did. That's why he ended up over there. He ran right smack dab into a bullet, and it's like I don't call that being a simp. I... You think you think someone protecting somebody they love is that's Simping? No, I'm not saying that. Not that part. I'm talking about the fact that she shouldn't have been there in the first place. <laughs> you know why I stand with that. Yeah, that's a different story. That I don't know that has anything to do with him being a simp, though. That's just him being protective. Uh, Ron Julian said if Finn is boring to watch. <laughs> uh, good night, Bree. Uh, and everybody said it's been fun. Okay, everybody checking out. 
All right, you guys, stay tuned for the spoilers for the week of June 4th through June 9th, I think. Yeah, because today is the 2nd. Okay, so yeah, June 9th. And um, other than that, what you guys got going on next week? I know it's summertime. People got stuff going on. So y'all in next week? I'm actually going to be in Savannah next week. Okay, so you're not going to be on. Right. Okay, and what about you, Trish? And next week, I'm actually going to a quinceanera. Ooh. My first one. I'm super excited. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know. I might have to get Jay Money back up here. I don't know if you're still in the chat. Let me know. I'll message you, Jay Money, on Instagram to see if you are available for next week since my two co-hosts will be doing some fun stuff next week, so. All right, you guys, we're going to end it right here. And until the next one, we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong, and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.